Hello and welcome to episode 28 of The Edge Backstage Pass, the weekly podcast from the Tuesday night show at the London store, The Edge. This week's recording started with an epic tech fail, so you may sense a hint of despair as the guys introduced themselves for what was the second time. It was also a crushing 34 degrees centigrade as we chatted, so the fact that this was such a lively and passionate discussion is very impressive in itself. Enjoy. Hi, it's Luke Tolson, and I'm still very hot. <laughs> hey, it's Rialina. I'm also really, really hot. Yeah, it's Ian Stone, and I can confirm it's hot here too. <laughs> yes, it's from Biomotayo. Yes, we're all feeling very hot, hot, hot. Yes, so it's, it's worth saying that the first recording of this did fail, and we are now 15 minutes in, starting again. <laughs> Everybody is much hotter than the first time. Actually, hotter recorded. than we were. <laughs> 15 minutes of gold, though. Has anyone... Some of the best incredible. podcasts for stuff I've ever heard, yeah. Has anyone, uh, has anyone done the outdoor gigs, by the way? Anyone done I did one on gigs? Saturday with um, mm, Simon did, in Hatfield. Yeah. Ah, no, yes, okay. And that was fun. In the spookiest park walk I've ever done. Oh yeah, I, I forgot to mention spooky. that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you was, mentioned was... the spooky part to me. I'm doing it in a couple of weeks. Right. I've, yeah. I've done an indoor gig. Ooh, what? I what? know, I've done an yeah. indoor. So I did an outdoor gig in Essex and then I flew to, to Amsterdam and did, they're open. Oh. And I did an indoor gig in, in Amsterdam. They're open? They're op- they've been open since the beginning of June. They could have indoor gigs with up to 30 people all of June. And then they went up to 100 people in July. And that's still the the guidelines sit distanced. So up to a hundred people, depending on what your venue can hold. Um, so there was about 50, 60 people in the room. How was it? From the state. It was, oh, honestly, it's like a drug that you haven't had. It's, it's like having that first drink after being dry for months. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. But I had, I couldn't remember a lot of my set. I had to run. I had to ask <laughs> the guys that run the gig. I'm like, what do I, what do I open with? What's my normal opening line? I just did um, Ian's material. <laughs> And, and my show just yeah. I thought it worked very well actually oh, that, yeah, that Jewish stuff was lovely can, can, you, can, you, can you let me know what I, what I used to say because I can't I've got I've, I've got like a, a next to the computer when I'm doing like online gigs I have a yeah. bullet points really because I just couldn't remember loads of it I mean really it was just not not in my head at all and what threw me was how irrelevant some of my material might be. So I had to take out my whole Brexit stuff because everyone's like, because everyone's looking at me like Brexit. No one yeah. gives a shit. Don't I mean, follow. I didn't. Most of the most of the stuff I would talk about online would be stuff since the lockdown because that's all that feels relevant to, to me yeah. at the moment. I can't. I, when I did, so since June, since we started reopening, I had stuff that I wrote in March and April about lockdown. And even that's old. Even, you know, all of the regulations we had back then, you go, remember when we couldn't picnic? It's too yeah, old. Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah. So it's moving so quickly. Yeah, it's like they want us to predict the future instead now. It's like, tell us what's going to happen as opposed yeah. to what's been happening, you know? What's going to yeah. happen? We're yeah, going to have to get jobs. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> That's yeah. what we were talking about, wasn't it? Yeah, that we is what we were through. talking about. Other yeah. skills, transferable skills. What yeah. did you do, Ian, before stand-up? I was an engineer. I used to design air conditioning systems. I wish I could still do that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that would be absolutely marvellous now. Um, that's what I used to do. I used to design heating, ventilation, and air conditioning systems 
for office buildings and other public buildings. I designed the ventilation system for Milton's Key, Milton Keynes Prison. So if you ever find yourself in there, I probably still have the ductwork schematic somewhere. The blueprint. Could possibly <laughs> have many out. people escaped through the... <laughs> Uh, well, not by my hand, but uh, I used to, yeah, that's what I used to do, but I haven't done that for 30 years, and wow. I could, and, and I, pos- I wouldn't know. The game's it. moved on, Ian. The game's <laughs> moved on. <laughs> on. Yes. yes. You can't just drop back into the air conditioning game after oh, Not like that. Not on a drop of a hat. No. So, um, I, 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 I was actually thinking the same thing. I'm thinking, what can I do? I mean, I genuinely have, I don't. I mean, I could drive a van, I suppose. I could, I could drive, <laughs> you know. I could, I could do, you know, like a manual. There's a few comics who've got jobs mm. uh, in supermarkets and what have you. Dave Johns has got a job in a, in a garden centre, hasn't he? Jason uh, Manford picked up a job. Jason's driving for Iceland, isn't he? So you can do it. There, are, there is stuff that we can do. But it's, obviously it is painful when you get a paycheck at the end of the week and it's about half what you would get on a Saturday night doing a couple of small gigs in the centre of mm. town. That yeah. is going to be painful, but you know, I mean, it's that or starving. I'll, I'll, I'll do some work, I suppose, for a while. You and don't by think the that... way, sorry, sorry, Rhea. By the way, my son is a dancer, and I, and I mentioned this to him, and he goes, "Well, welcome to the world of every other artist." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we've had it really lucky for a long time, mm. you know, a long it's time. True. So I'm not complaining, is what I'm saying. So you don't think the government, with with all of this, they'll have to extend some kind of don't you think if they keep industry, the entertainment industry shut, they're going to have to give some kind of, or they're just going to roll everyone why? onto universal why? credit? I why would the, why would it be in their interest if you're wow. a conservative government who believes in small state, who probably thinks that most of these artists are just, you know, living the life of Riley? Why wouldn't mm. they want to? Th- no, well, well, because because the the entertainment industry brings in a lot of money. I mean. I mean, mm. London without the theatre yeah. land is, what is that? What is that? There's yeah. nothing there. for. I people. would say, I would challenge anyone that says, that has, there's this attitude that entertainers are frivolous or live this life. I'm like, fine, then you don't get to watch Netflix. You don't get to listen to music. You don't get to do anything that we've created. And let's see how great your lockdown is if we take all of that away from you. And that's when you realise the value of what we do. Well, yeah, you're hmm. right, of course, but they don't give a fuck. <laughs> I think is the point. They couldn't give a shit. As long as the opera keeps going or whatever highbrow nonsense they go and see. Have you, have you seen any soap operas? They're still recording soap operas and they're kind of socially distanced actors no. and lots of extras no, and masks really? and stuff. Pretty, I don't watch it. My wife watches Coronation Street and every so often I'm like, that's really weird. Why are you standing across the room having this intimate conversation? <laughs> They should have. They should be back in lockdown at this point, shouldn't they? They should all be in a pub. Should... <laughs> so do you think? Do you think that 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 is partly the the problems that they're having in the north is that they're too friendly? Do you think that's what is going on? <laughs> Close. They're just too friendly. We've been practicing social distancing years. in the south for years and mm. years. I don't want people near me at the best of times. Yeah. Whereas up north, a... they're all like hugging each other, whatever they do up there. There's yeah. a really interesting discussion going on at the moment, sorry, Ria, about Freshers' Week and opening universities. Because, of course, there's no more greater yeah. um, season of physical contact than Freshers' Week. My son, is, he gets his A-level results on Thursday, going to university as of September, so yeah, assuming, sort of, or not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whether he goes, whether it may be on online um, for the first but term or year. 
Is he going to be? Is he going to be um, marked down or marked up? I mean, what are your views? Because well, my son yeah. reckons he might. He might. He's just done his A levels, and he reckons he might lose a bit because yeah, of the get, way they. Sounds mark. like he's getting his excuses in early. <laughs> I think I'm part of the 40 percent. Yeah. No, I, well, I don't see how it's not going to. Because obviously, every A levels, you're going to have loads of people who are unhappy with their results. But normally, you just have to go. Well, I was unlucky, or I didn't work hard enough. But now, everyone's going to be like, "Hang on, this is not fair. This is not right." I think it's going to be a, an almighty ruckus. I think the English are going to, the English students are going to benefit from what's just happened in Scotland. I yes. think that the English yes. are now scrambling going, oh, maybe we shouldn't be ranking them according to how rich or poor the school is. No, maybe you shouldn't. Because um, no. the guy was just apologizing all afternoon in Hollywood. The, um, oh, yeah. How else can you do it? You can't do uh -huh. it any other way. Well, they, the teachers sent, yeah, but the teachers sent their, their results in, in Scotland and then the, um, the independent yeah. board decided to mark them up or down according to how rich or poor the school was. Well, that wasn't Which, the only reason, was it? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, but Nicola among Sturgeon, other things, among, among other things. Yes, I mean, Nicola it's Sturgeon the same system that they've always used, but they've used it with exams, not with teacher recommendations. Yes. And I think that's the difference. The difference is this isn't off your own back. If you if you don't do as well in your exam, as Luke said, well, that's on you. You just you didn't work hard enough or you had a bad day. But this is your teachers going, we think on a good day you would have achieved this. And the government said, well, we've crunched the numbers and we think actually through no fault of your own, it wouldn't have been that. Could you do a legal challenge on behalf of your child, perhaps? <laughs> I'm sure many will. Yeah. No. I think, I think it's tricky, though. They've, they've tried to close the door to that, haven't they? I think yeah. you, there is some sort of... Um, I don't think you can just say, we're not happy with what you gave my... I think you can, if you can prove that there's some sort of uh, corruption or some sort of unfairness, but not actually specifically to do you, with, I'm not happy with what my kid got. You can't appeal, I think, what the teacher gave you. And if you're not happy with the grade that the system's given you, you are allowed to take an exam instead. So they're right. saying, if you don't like well, the grade, then take the exam take in the next. In the autumn, yeah. What a mess. It's yeah. all such a mess, isn't it? That's the yeah. point. Everything is a mess. And it's all going to it's gonna take years to sort this shit out, isn't it, <laughs> to be fair? And you know what's brilliant, what's brilliant and also sad about it is that there has never been a more, more of a time when comedians and performers are needed to make sense yeah. of this shit. We are an essential service. And yet we're not, as it turns out. <laughs> we, well, we, we are, as long as we're outside. Yeah. We're allowed to be an essential service in parks and car parks and beer gardens. Yeah. I did a car park for Simon the other day. I did the uh, Chelmsford <laughs> car park. And they all hooted when they found a joke funny. It was the weirdest <laughs> thing in the world. Oh, they told me on the way out that wasn't them finding it funny. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a very what's strange... It, what's it like as a gig? I mean, how, how do you feel zero connection with your audience? Because everyone's no, no, sat no. in the car or what? No, it's, it's, uh, me and Si have talked about this. You, um, if you like doing one-liners, like say Milton Jones, you do set up punchline and then everyone goes honk, 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 which is fine, right? But... Mm. If you're just chatting away like like we do, really, like at one point I stood there and I said, I'll tell you what, I'm never eating bat again, right? Just just said that, right? And people and then people started hooting their horn. Now normally in a club, if you get a few laughs with that, you then explore it, right? You sort of go, you you think about the whole idea of eating bat. Maybe I'll have it steamed or something. I don't know, whatever <laughs> shit you come up with. And and but you can't do that in one of those gigs because people are hooting their horns. So 
I was saying what you really want to do is get people to flash their lights when they find something funny and then hoot at the end as a that, sort of that silence of... that you know when you you tell a joke in a club and it doesn't get a laugh and you can but that's like a lack of 50 cars hooting that must be a real silence when you say your punchline and yeah. just oh. and just know what no one's gonna honk that yeah. oh that is good you're waiting for the honks and they one don't person come. one person honking at the back yeah. <laughs> just, i i think i think either way the honks are the last women are gonna have to really adjust the way that they because being honked at or being or even having lights oh, yeah. flashed at you yeah, is a yeah. negative thing so to get on stage and go please honk me as much as possible but for the other for different like <laughs> not because you find me attractive yeah. yes yeah yeah, yeah that's a little yeah. it was strange it was strange but you know what it was i'll tell you what was nice was chatting to the other comics being yeah. backstage and chatting yeah. to the other yeah. comics yeah. more than anything else yeah really the gig was was fun and that but Really? I couldn't remember. Like like Fumbi was saying, I couldn't remember what the hell mm. I was talking about. I was with um, Roger Monkhouse in Kent on Friday. Wearing his, his shorts, <clears throat> I imagine. Yeah, yeah. It was his first <laughs> gig back. start to any story, yeah. yeah. And he was so, just so, just like he didn't know what to expect. And it's really weird, you know, Roger can riff till the cows come. He just mm. wasn't the same thing. He's like, I've not done this in six well, months. We're not match fit, mm. are we? It's like, nah. it's the, the job is, is you, you, you know, we're gigging <clears throat> six, seven times a week. And then, this is the longest. I mean, it's what this has been like four and a half months since I did a proper gig. Mm. I mean, twelve days was the longest I had before this. That was thirty mm. years. And I had two. I had two back to back, and I saw the difference on the second one at the right. Hatfield. Yeah, I felt yeah. so much more comfortable on stage. The day before, I was all over the place. Well, That's why I booked you for the second day, not. The first <laughs> <day>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's I, like I say. I, I just can't, especially once we go into the autumn. Maybe we'll have what, an Indian summer, and we'll be able to perform outdoors until the end of October. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Really? Yeah. That'd Who be knows? Nice. I'd like. I've that. got I've got people uh, optimistically booking indoor gigs in September. They're mad because I oh, think they because isn't the idea that. Yeah, I think it is. But isn't the idea that by August 15th, we're allowed to go indoors again? Wasn't that the promise? No, there, there was On a Saturday, minimum yeah, until but, that, yeah. wasn't it? That he was, yeah. They said definitely not before then. But yes. Things uh, have been getting worse since then rather than, than better. And uh, I think yeah. by the time things start getting better again, say, you know, October, well, that's when you're going to start having the seasonal impact of people back indoors. So therefore it spreads more easily. And then the other mm. problems of flu. So, well, could we not all be masked up though in the club? Everybody masked up. We could be behind like ooh. a perspex screen or something. No, you know what I think would help is those shields. If everyone in a comedy club had face shields, we can see their face. They don't mm. get and they shields. That would be the best way. That yeah, shield makes you look like riot police. That's that's all I think of when I see <laughs> that shield. Is there a riot going on? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I prefer I prefer the shield. My missus got a shield. I prefer the shield to the mask because my face is not really designed. The, the mask is held quite a long way from the face. Oh, <laughs> I, think, I think the germs can get in down the side. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's not really designed for mask wearing. But Ian, the, it's, the mask is not about us, you not yeah. getting germs. It's, it's about germs us not getting, getting your germs. So, so the germs I'm not in any way side. thinking about you not getting germs. I'm thinking purely on, in terms of me and germs. I'm breathing the but masks. I just, think, I just don't find them comfortable. Do you know yeah. I love mine. Mine's really, it's like a, like a comfy pair of shoes. <laughs> can, I, can I just change the subject for a second, by the way? Can, please. Just, yeah. No, because I wanted to um, ask about Donald Trump. And I'm sort of getting a slight weird feeling 
that he might win. Mm. Of course he's going to win. Especially no. when the only person who can mm. save us is Joe Biden. Would someone please wake up Joe Biden? It just, it feels, <laughs> really, like, that's your contender? Well, mm. that's who they've chosen. That's who we've that's got. That's your challenger. That's who we've got. We have to go with it, right? Joe, the, wake up. We need you. The world needs you. I know. Rhea, you're shaking your head. Yeah, no, I, he's, yeah, I think the only person that could have actually have beaten um, Trump was was Bernie in the first election. Bernie will never win an election. No, well, not now, but he could have been when it was when they wanted something different. They wanted something different and radical, and everybody knew they didn't want Hillary. And then it was mm. down to radically different Trump or radically different Bernie, and that's when Bernie could have. It was like a scissor rock paper game between the three of them, uh, and the only person to you know, and and they each could have beaten each other. And when he got knocked out, that was it. I don't want radically different. I don't. I just want not unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> is that too much to ask? Does that, who, it does so who reckons be, yeah. Trump is uh, is gonna win? Well, I'm just saying that you think they're gonna win. You think he's gonna win, Fumbi? The moment he got the first term, I knew he's gonna get a second term. He's yeah, not gonna this... go after four years. He beat. He beat an impeachment. Terms, he beat an impeachment like it was uh, a ticket fine. That's, like you just don't show up for your little ticket court day. Do you know what I mean? That's how serious he took an impeachment hearing. Ticket fine. Like, like, like it just said that you've been speeding on the M1. Yeah. Can you show up for court? Like, nah. Once I saw that, I thought, yeah, he's going to win a second Do you know, do you know I once, giving away his lifestyle a bit. I once dodged the fares on the Metropolitan line. I used to dodge the fares in the morning. When I was like 18. I know I was I thought you meant like two years ago. <laughs> no, 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 when I was 18. No, yes. I remember it wasn't, I, w I would pay some money. I would get on at Wembley Park and then get off in Ricelip. But I'd say that I got on at Harrow on the Hill. So I was essentially negotiating a discount right, on, the, <laughs> on the ticket. But this, I, one time I said I got on a hour on the hill and this guy behind me went, no, you didn't. You got on at Wembley Park. Oh, my god! And I gosh. got nabbed. And I had to go to this place in Lambeth and they made me sit in this really awful office for about four hours and told me off and then sent me on my way. I never did it again. Can you imagine um, that guy going home? I've had a good day today. I, <laughs> I, I managed to cross, cross on a teenager. You know, See? the weird thing, the weird thing is I'd be that bloke now. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. I hate, I hate people who do it now. I was 18. I was yeah. 18. I didn't know. I was know. on a beach with the family last week. I went running after some teenagers, made them come back and take their rubbish with them. With, with all other people saying, yeah, good for you. <laughs> but they were your teenagers, though. No, they? we're not yeah. my teenagers. No, they were just <laughs> random Welsh teenagers. Yeah, uh, the worst kind. Yeah. Random Welsh. Were you in Wales? Or they yeah, just where were you? Staycation in uh, Wales. Yeah, you know. It's what we're oh, allowed to do, isn't it? Isn't yeah. there an argument going on that a staycation has to be staying at home rather than staying in Britain? Oh, people is said. It? Oh, and it's oh. not a staycation if you go somewhere else. Yeah, but I mean, the original term staycation was what wankers would refer to a holiday in the UK, wouldn't it? Right. Yeah. Which is what I we're just want to make clear I'm not calling Simon a wanker. Sorry, Luke. We lost the last half an hour of your recording. <laughs> and all future bookings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. future My, bookings? I, I was going to say, when's that going to happen? Yeah. Next year. Yeah. Yeah. You've not been yeah, lost for next year yet? <laughs> next year. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I know. But anyway, uh, I think Trump. I'm sort of looking at it and I'm worried about it now. I wasn't worried about it before. Now I'm thinking, oh my God, they might do it again. 
Well, Luke's I mean, exactly people... right. It's lack of opposition, isn't it? That's what it is. Mm, lack of opposition. And the, the incumbent does tend to. The last person not to was George Bush's father, wasn't it? You know, mm. uh, George H. Bush or whatever his name was. Um, oh, yeah, H. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he didn't do it. So, but I but isn't the, the I don't know enough about it. But don't most people say that he's only ever appealed to his base, and you need he needed to appeal more than his base. And last time he got away with it because of the Hillary Clinton factor and the unknown factor. But now because he's literally just his base, there are enough people who either won't vote for him or will actively vote for. Well, him, he's also isn't isn't the story that he's managed to get. Kanye to run to take the black vote of Joe Biden and it's all of Kanye's oh no no not even joking all of Kanye's um uh, election stuff all the funding all that is all coming from the Republican party they are all yeah, and we and we think run. he's an idiot we think he's an idiot like who else comes up with the plan get Kanye West to run for that is genius genius but genius. I Kanye West didn't get his application in in time he missed it he missed some Less of genius it, some of it some of it, not all of it. Do you, oh, so he's still going, is he? I, I I believe so. I might be wrong about that. Did you what? watch the? Um, I've been watching that the Once in Upon a Time in Iraq. You know the BBC documentary about the the Iraq War, and um, there's loads of clips of uh, George Bush talking. And do you remember how we always used to think he was an idiot? And you listen to him yeah. and you think, oh, yeah. the oratory skills. Yeah, the heavy <laughs> intellectual the, days. Poetry. Nuanced understanding, a, yeah. He strings a sentence together. And you think, actually, the guy, yeah, I get it. He's like a regular Joe talker. It's astonishing. That is I there actually, a chance this is all from the Bush uh, clan that have sorted this? Yeah. <laughs> They're trying right. to make the Bushes look better. Yeah. I used to right. think you had to work hard in school to become a president. You know, you do all the right things, you get the best grades and... You work to your, you know, you get that office role. Or have mm. a rich daddy. Yeah. And now I'm learning completely different. You don't even have to, you don't need school to be a president. You just no, need. Mm. No. But, yeah. you, you know, Fred Trump had a lot of money and um, and got got him, you know, managed to get out the draft five times and all that sort of stuff. And uh, he's, he's, but he is unhinged, isn't he? Or is yeah, it I think just, if Fred, yeah. it's Fred Trump's fault that if he had just like hugged his son once, once. Or, you know just that's all it would have taken just showing him a little bit of love because you if know, you watch, yeah trump was a star prior to this you know like he was a known figure but, like people used to just mm. i want to be like trump you know because he's got all this money and, and i just don't i don't know when the shift came well i'm not sure the shift has come mm. <laughs> i mean i'm saying mm. he might win the election I yeah don't that's know. what i mean you I know don't... When he became this 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 person where like you said he's unhinged there's it makes no sense, Donald Trump. You know, it makes no sense. But America's a very strange country, Rhea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. Then uh, this is not my country, but it—they're uh, shooting at him now. Look at that. This is how desperate they've become. That the Democrats have learned how to shoot guns, and they sh didn't—they shoot at him yesterday, or was it today? And did they shoot at him, or just there was a shooting outside the White House? Oh, was it? There? I thought it was at him. Yeah, I don't believe, yeah. Well, that was, he was doing a press briefing at the time. <laughs> One of the press had gone for him. Now, that's a yeah. yeah. I just thought that that's how they get <laughs> him. It would have been fake news, you know? Yeah. I, I thought at first when they said that, so I thought that's how they get him to leave before he says something stupid. Is he goes out, <laughs> time's up, go, go out. Yeah, yeah, he's moving yeah. on to disinfectant as a, as a yeah. cure. One, One of his own team literally takes a pot shot. Well, yeah. think that, yeah. They say that everything that happens in America essentially happens here. We get it afterwards, you know, and it does, there certainly does feel, you know how like with uh, Trump, 
doesn't matter what he does. It's sort of like, like Fumbi says with impeachment, it's just like water of a duck's back. And Boris. It's a little bit like that now, doesn't it? When you think of Boris, all yeah. the things you could level at this government, whether it's the, the procurement of face masks or, or, you know, that property dodgy deal with the Desmond. Robert uh, Jenrick. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and uh, whatever his name, Richard Desmond, you know, or, or these sort of like Boris putting his mates in the Lords. You just think any one of these should be, but they don't even register anymore. No, like, they don't. I, I think what they're doing well. I well, I think that essentially the way they distract from the dead body over there is to go. There's a dead body over here, <laughs> and we all go. All right, let's forget that dead body. <laughs> we'll look at this dead body for a while. And what do you end up with? A lot of oh, dead, dead bodies. bodies. Yeah. Not, and we're you're surrounded the same. by dead bodies. Yeah. And they all look the same. We're just yeah. looking at something yeah. in a different body. You know. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, it, you're right. It's corruption. I mean that stuff about. That that company that that guy set up that shell company that Liz Liz trusts trust. ad advisors advisors mate and suddenly he's getting mm. millions of pounds to buy um, PPE equipment. I mean it's so brazen. Yeah, so he's crazy. lucky that that old man walked around his house all the time to raise all the money. We're going to have to get that. him to do that again. You need another. Oi, oi, Sir Tom, we need another thousand. That There's a couple of Tory donors not been paid off yet. I mean, it's it's oh, funny, shit. but it's also grim, isn't it? How do we yeah. end up with this government doing this mm. shit? Well, I mean, of course, we elected a government for a different purpose. We elected a Brexit like, government who are this utterly... This is supposed to be Brexit's here, not pandemic's here. But they're not doing that very well either. I mean, these trade talks, no one's talking much about it. But last I heard, we've maybe secured 7% of who we were trading with before. That's all we've got. It's going to be shit. I saw, a, I saw a, um, a cartoon and it was Boris standing on the island of Britain, right? And the, there was a small wave of coronavirus, right? Just about to crash onto him. And a bigger wave of Brexit. About to crash onto him. <laughs> yeah. And a massive wave of climate change about to bra uh, crash onto him. And I thought... Yeah, we, we've got so much awfulness coming down the line. Um, sorry, it's getting depressing this, now. Yeah, by the time this pandemic is over, crack is going to be legal in Tesco. That's how bad <laughs> <laughs> they need the money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna Tesco's know. crack. Taste <laughs> yeah. the difference. <laughs> we're not going to know what hits us after the pandemic. Cause... Is that taste the difference is Sainsbury's, isn't it? That yeah. is, yeah. 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 Every, yeah. every no, little help. Every little help. Shit. You can really call yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Every little helps. I tell you, crack is uh, the one product I would buy Tesco extra. Yeah. 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 Off yeah. my game, yeah. mate. That's the problem. Off the game. Got the wrong fucking supermarket. See, see, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, you did that yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I was watching a lot more news at the start of this. I'm watching less news now because it just pisses me off. Yeah. I mean, it genuinely, if, whether it's refugees being filmed on boats by Sky News, or what's going on with coronavirus or Brexit, any of it. There is no, nothing that makes, that doesn't make me angry when I watch it. Yeah. Genuinely, genuinely, I'll sit here and just get pissed off. So, where's, yeah. where's Keir Starmer? Because surely this should be the easiest yeah. job in the world. Being, He's not in here. <laughs> for being like, every day should be a tap-in. You know what I mean? Like for him, like, sure. it should be like sort of trying to take out a drunk heckler. You know what I mean? It's just like shooting fish. Like, he has been quiet. I have to say, I'm slightly, it's not that I'm disappointed with him because I think I'm just, I don't know, a fridge would be better than Jeremy Corbyn, if, if, in my sure. opinion. But... Um, but, he was sort of playing the thing that he sort of, in a time of national crisis, you don't want to be the person going, no. but I think we're beyond that now. We need to be having someone saying that this is not good. This is not good. I agree. Prime Minister's question time is still quite, 
it's still going. It's still keeping um, health the out there, I think. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know. It's, aren't they on recess? Or are they, they are, still... but well, that, that's, I think that's it. He was using that. That was He won that hand. He was doing all right. Week yeah, on, doing... week out. Yeah. 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 But he I... could be everywhere. He could be on the news. He could be on the boats. But saying, yeah, you're right, though. But I think Luke has a point. It, uh, uh, it is still a time of national crisis. I mean, I understand that he could be slagging them off and saying all sorts of stuff. But to mm. what end? would that help would that make us feel any better really we all we all know it's a shit show but it's, it's sort of accountability isn't it you just feel that, that i feel that they're not being held accountable for all these things who we're, we're listing and you just think well mm. okay they get away and the more you get away with it then the more they will continue to get away with it and it becomes normal Boris has been getting away with it his whole life right <laughs> through his whole through school yeah. that has been his whole thing just blagging his way through but it, it does give it give hope to all our mates who've been on have i got news for you every you know <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? They could be in ten years' time. I would Chris McCausland could be single one of them. Over what we currently have. Yeah. yeah. Um, should we try and finish on something positive? The weather's nice, isn't it? <laughs> the weather's nice. Yeah. Oh, no, Is it's it too hot. Is it <laughs> too hot? Something positive. So, yeah. It's Christmas you know going to be fucked as well. Then is that is Christmas done too? Well, there's no pantos, are there? The pantos are all going to stop. There is nothing positive. What the fuck do you want, Simon? And you know what? My, <laughs> no my Christmas team, gigs. No Christmas. No. no oh. Oh, God, I'd, love a, I'd love I'll a Christmas gig. I'd love a Christmas gig. I'll take right everyone who yeah, looks at me during Christmas. We would take Portsmouth on the 14th of December right now, wouldn't we? We would. It's a wonderfully I'll do, specific. I'll do it for regular money. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll close. I'll close. <laughs> yeah, I will. You know, yeah, well, that's the thing, you oh. see. My team won the FA Cup a week and a half ago. Right, yeah, right? We know, Arsenal. We know, no, no. We know. But here's the thing: it was a great day. We, it was so brilliant. We're all connecting on social media. Four days later, Arsenal Football Club make 55 people redundant. Right? Even mm. though they're owned by and not one of them was Ozil, and not one of them was Mesut <laughs> Ozil, who, by the way, his wages would pay for all their wages in about four weeks. Right? He has to work for four weeks to pay all their wages for a year. But. You know, this is, a, this is a club owned by a billionaire who's married to a multi-billionaire and they can't find... I, am, I understand people have to lose their jobs, but it's just the timing was so terrible. So there isn't anything positive, Simon. I'd love to okay. help you. Out. I mean, well, if anyone else has got anything, any good news... Well, share. you know, we, we were on the verge of a Saudi takeover. And when that fell through, I gave up the whole year. So I'm on... This is Newcastle, here. yeah? Yes, Newcastle this is, United. This, there's nothing positive. <laughs> <laughs> about anything right now I, I, I was thinking the gigs would be back by October but now I'm here in spring so I'm just Sorry. like you know what 2020 depressed. should just go you know just go away yeah oh yeah. Can, how about can we start again like 2020 in, go on Rhea has got Rhea's um, got one <laughs> fewer people have died from COVID than we thought did because we didn't do the stats right yeah that's true isn't that that's but kind you know of what, Rhea, positive I never believed the numbers anyway I thought they'll be toggle just to either create fear or yeah, but fear. so what Rhea was saying because yeah. basically the way they what happened was if an old person went into hospital with COVID-19 and they got through it right and off they went and then six months later they dropped down dead of any number of the diseases that old people can die of whether it's a heart attack <laughs> they would say that is a COVID-19 death you could have yeah. been run over by a bleeding car and they'd have said you, you died of COVID-19. So it is true if it's, if they, well, I, I'm saying it's true that less people have died. 
Is that yeah, the best we can it. do? Less people yeah. have died of a deadly <laughs> no. disease. So, so the same what? people have died, but it comes back to what you said. Not that dead body, this dead body. Yes. So wow. It's, it's yeah. not how many dead bodies. It's just, but, but why the dead bodies? And the, I, I, mm. I, can't, I genuinely can't think of a positive thing to say. <laughs> it's going to rain <laughs> this weekend. That's good. That is positive. <laughs> the gardens, the gardens outdoor needed. outdoor gigs going on. It can't rain. <laughs> okay, no yeah. more rain. Yeah. yeah. Luke, uh, any positive? Well, this, this has been nice, though, hasn't it? This sort of little dysfunctional family Zoom we've got going on here. <laughs> I love it. I sleep with these. Simon messaged me yesterday for this, and I really wanted to look like I had things on, but I knew I didn't. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me look in my diary. I'm, I'm free till December. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Got a haircut and that's only because weeks. your diary ends in December. <laughs> <laughs> so I've had a student diary, I'll be free till May. That's a fair point. So there you have it. You can almost feel the comedy instincts reawakening despite the Saharan heat, but you'll never know just how good that last 15 minutes was. I should also mention that within hours of recording this podcast, Joe Biden announced Kamala Harris as his presidential running mate. So that at least is an answer to Ian's Kanye theory for the black vote in America. We can but hope. So for our live section, Ian is joined by Sean Mio and Alison June Smith, while Fumby draws blood from a stone trying to get questions from a nervy audience. Um, we're going to start the second game of the show. It's called Burning Issues, where we throw a bunch of questions to the panel. As you can see, them setting up behind me. And you guys have been so good with your questions so far. <laughs> so keep that energy going, guys, especially this section. We want to hear so many more voices, okay? So please give a round of applause for my lovely panel. Yes. I'm going to set the ball rolling, guys. Extinction Rebellion. There was a guy... I just think, you know, we should pay attention to, 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 to what they're doing. I mean, it's, they're caring about the environment, man. Yeah. But we don't give a shit, do we, guys? No. Okay, that's cool. We do, but we just also need to... I don't think anything's really going to happen unless everyone works together as a team. And I think the only way that will ever happen is if aliens land on this planet. I just think that's the only way you're going to galvanise everybody to do the same thing together. I agree. Together. One common enemy. Yeah. I just think that's, you know, they, they come here... I mean, you know, people, people often say, the worst thing would be is if they land in America, aliens, don't they? Take us to your leader. We're like, no, mate, do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> you that don't want to meet him. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> okay, and then I'm going to attempt to take a question from section C over here. Guys, you got a lovely question for my panel. It's, it's, it's racist to not respond to the black guy. <laughs> That's really going to help. <laughs> I was hoping. Yeah. Do you know what, sir? He did put his hand up before you. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, you missed your chance, yeah. sir. That's right. What's your question? Get both. How should they improve xenophobia in South Africa? How can they improve? Hold on it? to that thought. What's your question? I sir? don't know. Uh, more <laughs> racial slurs per minute. That would improve it, wouldn't it? <laughs> I like that, that story. Oh. Is, that, is that a new Some story? Some wag shit. Is that a new story? It's in the yeah. new story. It was a new story. Yeah, it was yeah. a very big new story. It was a huge story. Yeah. Yeah. What's the issue? Someone is leaking some sort of Twitter thing? Do you know this story? Do people know this? Do you all know this story, right? Colleen, yeah. Colleen you're the only person who doesn't know this story. Yeah, I know, because I read, right? So, sorry about that. But not those papers. <laughs> Colleen Rooney, Colleen Rooney basically uh, made her Instagram. She just, she blocked everyone except uh, Rebecca Vardy, right? 
and then she sent out all these uh, full stories and they ended up in the newspapers yes. and she realised that Rebecca Vardy, out of her little friendship group, was the one who was leaking them. Wow, I'm really, really cut up about that. <laughs> that. Am I supposed to care about that? I mean, I mean, no. I don't, is that really a news story? It, yeah, picked, it, was, up, it, it picked up momentum because of the two England players and it was just nice gossip. It's gossip. It is gossip. gossip That's yeah. opposed to proper is. news. But it, 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 it moves us along, Sean, okay? It's been a tough year, all right? <laughs> Do you know what? The way I feel you're talking to me, I feel it's a little bit racist. I don't know if you know about that. That was sick. But I thought, it was, I thought the way she outed her was good, especially for social media. The using of social media yeah. in a way to like prove this is the person, yeah. which I am very happy about, because now I can <laughs> sell more stories about Colleen. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that was the first time that had been done on a public scale. I yeah. think that does show the danger of social media. And Wayne Rooney and Vardy stopped following each other on any kind of platform. Right. Is it true? That's when you dig deep into the investigation, guys. Okay. I like I like the fact they were calling her Wagatha Christie. That's fucking funny. <laughs> That's good. Wagnum, that was good. There was there was a couple. There was Wagnum Pi, <laughs> Wagney and Lacey. That was pretty fucking. Because usually, funny. what wins is the internet. Someone tweeted um, asking uh, Rebecca, "Is this going to affect Vardy's performance for the weekend? Because he wants to take him out of his fantasy football team." So you know things like that just help wow. the day go along. You guys do, are do you sad. ever leave the house? Do you ever do that? Do ever Sometimes. Do you ever I'm put out now. the phone down? Uh, that's sweet. That's sweet that they think footballers would give a shit about their wives. Uh. Is it true? Listen, I don't know anything about the internet. Is it true that there's a dating app for partially sighted people called Stumble? Is that true? <laughs> it's very possibly is. Called Stumble? Yeah. yeah. It's a joke about people who can't see very well. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> on that note, we're going to end burning <laughs> issues. You guys have been a great Thank audience. You. Please Thank give them a round you. of applause. Thank you. So that's it from episode 28. Please like, rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and check out all the gigs we mentioned during the recording. You'll find tickets for most of it on thecomedystore.co.uk. We'll get this comedy industry back open one way or another. But for now, you have been listening to Fumbio Mateo, Rialina, Luke Tolson and Ian Stone. Live on stage, we also had Sean Mio and Alison June-Smith. This podcast is recorded and edited by me, Simon Mason, and special thanks, as always, to the Edge producer, Mr. John Connor. We'll see you next time.